Hello and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition, episode 18. And I'm your host, Dave. And I am Cedius. And again, joining us uh, this week, we have Kelvin. Hi, everyone. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, a new show and some new bottles. And and two weeks have passed. Really? Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> I, I think our listeners are hip to that, Dave. Right. You know, it's, it, it's we not... We stopped in the TARDIS, we kept up. It's novel to us. All right. Yeah. It's novel to us. Tonight, we will be sampling the Ardmore Highland Single Malt Whiskey, Scotch Whiskey Peated, traditional cask, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to read the whole bottle now, because that's later. And... I wasn't intending to do two peated this time around, but we are also going to be doing the Talisker 18, the only Ooh. single malt Scotch whiskey from the Isle of Skye. Ooh, the Ardmore's a peated. Yeah, I guess I didn't really pay attention to that either. The other one that I was looking at was a peated. Yeah, too, and so I decided against it and grabbed the other one. The Ardmore at 12 because I, I I can't remember. I, I I bought the bottle so long ago. Did yeah. even say? It doesn't really say. Oh. That could so, be kind of scary. But, uh, yeah, well, uh... Well, it's founded in 1898, so it couldn't be more than 115 years old. Well, for the price I paid, it couldn't <laughs> be more than 14, so... Yeah. Well, uh... Well, it sure could. It just doesn't mean it'd be any good. Yeah, but, okay, this is fair. If, how, how about we phrase it that it's unlikely? Yeah, it is unlikely to be. All right, so uh, 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 enough of the uh, verbal masturbation. Can we get onto a pour here, Dan? I'm working on it. This yeah. is oh, this is a tight cork. Oh yeah. Sigh. All right, so uh, let's see. What 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 more can Kelvin say about Kelvin? Uh, I am. Uh, I- yeah. How, how, how a little bit more about the, the improv stuff? The, the, the oh, the improv stuff. Yeah. 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 It's predominantly like pre-fringe, right? I mean, I'd seen you in stuff. Yeah, before. I haven't. I haven't done uh, improv in a while, but I have done uh, improv off and on for uh, oh god, uh, like twenty years now. <laughs> I uh, I took classes at the Brave New Workshop, and I was a part of their uh, student group for a while. I was a part of. Um, Stevie Ray's uh, comedy cabaret for um, several years back in the 90s. Um, yeah, I, I, I've done improv. I'm probably, um, i got to get back to uh, Jill Bernard because we might be doing a duo thing again. So I, I used to have a, a couple duo groups with uh, Jill Bernard at, at Huge Theater, uh, which have, those have been dormant for quite a while, but they might be Maybe uh, picking up again. and um, Yeah, I've, I've done stuff at Huge Theater. I've done stuff at uh, Brave New Workshop Student Union. And I've done stuff at the Chain House and Dinner Theater. I've done that quite a while ago. So as a curiosity, we've talked about you doing a lot of you know, comedic work and acting work. What, what inspired you to get into that in the first place? Um, probably, well, I always liked comedy. And... I always I I was not like the class clown as a kid. I was like the kid who tried to be the class clown all the time and like failed horribly at it. But but I was learning. 
I guess you could say. Um, and then, like, when I got into college and took acting classes, they had a, they did a improv exercises in the acting classes. And I really enjoyed those, and I seemed to be really good at them. And uh, then a student improv group uh, started up, and I got in on that, and I was, you know, just kind of realized, this is something I can do. And I really like it, and it, people like it, and I should probably keep doing it. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I, uh, it's not an interesting story in the sense like, uh, oh, I, I broke my leg and fell down a mountainside, and then there was this, you know, cave with a hermit in it, and the hermit said, you know, to heal your leg, you must learn improv, and then I learned improv. I didn't. I don't, it's not an exotic. So, story. so what you're saying is, is that, <laughs> is that you fell down a mountain, yeah, and and, and you wound up in a cave, yeah, and, and there was a guru in there, yeah, and he told you that to heal your leg, you must learn learn improv, and that's what really happened, and that's yeah, that's the cover story is that it was just a really boring college, yeah, okay, yeah, because I, I find that far more believable. Than I, I, I do too. <laughs> Truth is stranger than fiction. Yes. I didn't want, uh, you know, there's some, uh, you know, the CIA might be involved or something. Well, I think the NSA listens to this podcast. So oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I bet we don't get counts for them, though. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're impolite bastards. Yeah. The uh, least they could do is go to at least three different computers and download a, a piece. But yeah. no. Or leave a fucking comment under uh, <laughs> Honestly, you know, make, make it look like the website's worth something to have. I mean, I, I know most of the people that go into the website do the download, but the, the comments are, are uh, few and far between. It's yeah. Like, can, can people comment anonymously? Uh, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure actually, but you know, I've signed up for things to support MSN.com. So, you know, <laughs> extreme tastingly sponsored by the NSA. We've been listening to you since the sixties. <laughs> Wait, NSA listening to your phone calls since 1967. Something like that. When, when did Ashland start? Uh, I believe the NSA formally started uh, in in the Truman administration. Yeah, but I I, I don't know if they really got into the uh, well. Ashland citizen was their first big thing. thing. Yeah, and and that's been around since the sixties. You know, phone bank, you know, listening to every phone call in the United States. But <clears throat> anyway, we digress. Yeah, the Scotch. This is Does not time. smell very peaty. Talus for eighteen. No, no, no. no this, 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 this is this is the Ardmore. Ardmore. Oh, this is the Ardmore. Excuse me. Yeah, he moved the bottle on you. Yeah, yeah I, I do that. I'm a I'm a sneaky sneaky man. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm a three I'm, card Monty with bottles of scotch. You know, I'm, where's the peat? Where's the peat? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't smell very peaty. I no, mean, I'm for, getting, I'm getting predominantly wood. Yeah, I mean for it being a peated cask, it's it's more of a Highland peated cask, which you know the Highland being triple filtered. A Maybe lot kind of, of a, a lot of the the flavors do kind of kind of mull on these. Maybe kind of a charcoal. Yeah, maybe a yeah, hint a little of char, little charred wood. Yeah, but yeah, I'm getting nothing but wood off the nose. Mm, I'm getting. There's a mild sweetness that I can't place. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's, almost, a, it's a fruit. It's a fruit almost cherry. 
Maybe. I, I think we got some apples. I think maybe a crab apple. He's way more specific than I am. So yeah, I, I, I yeah. So yes, but how often do you eat apples, Dave? Not very often, since I'm, I think I'm allergic to them still. But. Yeah. Oh wow. I, I developed a I developed an apple allergy after eating apples like ridiculously a ridiculous amount over a summer. Oh. Where, where apple is one of the few fruits that I eat, and I've been trying to get fruit back in my diet, so I've been mixing up the fruits, and yeah, that's that, that's where that comes from. But yeah, well, I don't think I've ever met anyone with an apple allergy before. I might have only been allergic to it for a couple of years, but I don't mm-hmm. I don't pay attention to, to them a whole lot. Sure. I also don't really pay attention to my allergies a whole lot. Right, right. I'm allergic to corn, for fuck's sake. Oh, God. Corn's in everything. And corn's in everything, yeah. Almost literally. Oh, is that a corn in it? I don't know. Does it have food in it? <laughs> well, actually, there... asking if the food has food in it is a valid question yeah. these days. But that's yeah, a, that's a whole other podcast. Is there any? Is there any corn in the in the apple? There's well, corn in green lucky beans. That, I'm lucky so... that I wasn't allergic to grapes. Right. Oh man. I mean, corn is used more as a. That was something I I, I remember having a big debate with someone like could you drink whiskey if you had a gluten intolerance mm-hmm. yeah well they, they all tell me they can't yeah that's great that call you don't want now now i i know someone who is gluten-free and drinks scotch so it's the but that's malt and therefore possibly gluten-free i guess mm-hmm. i i have to assume that it's low gluten at the very yeah. least because i know that she uh She's willing to drink scotch, but she doesn't. She doesn't drink other whiskeys. So yeah. I had a friend who developed a gluten intolerance, and he uh, he, he switched to tequila. You could probably do Canadian whiskey because it's all corn, but yeah. Again, corn, corn. So we will not have uh, Dave on the bourbon show if we ever have one. <laughs> no, I, seriously, dude, I do not care about my allergies at all. They will not kill me like like most of our friends have allergies. Most of our friends, they're, they're just they're annoyance allergies. Not, I you know I don't yeah. even I, I I haven't paid attention to them in, in over twenty years. Okay. So. I mean, I've got a cat allergy and I don't do cats, so you know this is yeah yeah I have a cat allergy and I I own a cat. Now now and we've got one friend who we know is deathly allergic to peanuts and has an aversion to tomatoes. So and that's a whole. Other we have thing. another friend who's deathly allergic to tomatoes and another. Friend who's a allergic to lettuce. Yes. Wow. Never heard of a lettuce one. Yeah. And then and, and, and she uh, needs to stay away from anything in the nightshade family. So like most onions and and uh, peppers are not something she cares for much either. Yeah. But, uh, I may know this person. Is she also is she also allergic to eggplant? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think we might be talking about the same person. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. Yeah. But. Uh, Anyway, this this is the digression episode. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, I'm detecting notes of an eggplant in this scotch. Actually, on the on, on the taste, it's a, um, it's a lot of wood and a little bit of peat. Mm-hmm. A little bit of peat, a lot of wood. And I'm not getting much else. Got wood for peat. <sighs> hey, Don, can you come into that? Peat. Because that that's. That that's one that you would have jumped all over him on had you been here. So like, please, yeah, the, comment something on there. The uh, yeah, the finish is very peaty. I mean, not very peaty, mm. but, but peaty. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I don't have anything to say about this one. It's just... So apparently we're it's boring very, it's this very, episode. Yeah, it's a very... Uh, or this month, Very maybe. center of the strike zone kind of a scotch. It's just... I will I will comment that I didn't care for the finish much. The it's a build up and then it, it, when it crests it kind of kicks my butt. Oh, I didn't think it was that strong at all. You probably weren't inhaling through your mouth like I do. Oh, you're not supposed to do that. I know, but I'm a mouth breather. I'm asthmatic. Remember, I, mean, I have this problem. Yeah, but that means you're doing it wrong. I'm aware of this. <laughs> well, do it right or pay the price. Well, I will say that though doing some uh, you know inhale through the mouth does enhance being able to yeah. detect the flavors of things. So for tasting purposes, it's wise to do a slow inhale. Yeah, I did pour a little in my ear, and I didn't get much of anything. <laughs> did, did, could you hear it though? I could hear it. It, was, it sounded um, very very uh, oceanic. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Could you uh, could could you hear Scotland? It did. It did. Uh, do they have like mountain brooks, in Scotland? I yeah, don't believe so. Yeah, I don't believe so. Okay, yeah. Especially in the Highlands, I would think. Yeah, I, mean, I would think they would. But Wait, I would. was there a hint? Was there a hint of bagpipes? In <laughs> no, it was more like uh, you know lassies singing to themselves ah. and skipping about. All right, well, well, maybe if you pour it into your eye next time, you'll see them. Yeah, well, that's a good idea. <laughs> Note to self. Why are you... <laughs> Remember that when you have nothing to say about the scotch, talk about pouring it into places that it doesn't belong. All right. why, why did you... It totally makes sense. It's one of the... Why are you in the ER, sir? Well, I poured some scotch in my eye. And right. it hurt bad. All right, well, the... the, the <laughs> <laughs> the nose with the water to bring it back around. Yeah, I'm definitely getting fruit out of it. Yeah, there, there's, there's now some fruit. A little bit of salt for me. Uh, the, the 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 wood is still heavily present. It's more, uh, but it, it it's it certainly seems more heathery. It, it, than, you know. Ooh, there you mm. go. It it's certainly dynamically changed with the water. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I get a salty finish. Yeah, the salt really comes out with it wet. The the mouthfeel, it, it, it gets lighter on the palate with the water. Um, wow, yeah. I, I would say that it was kind of a, a medium body before, and it gets really light with, with the water. Um, there's not a lot of flavor to it with, though. No. I, I really lost... It is, it, it, it's I weird how adding that. water makes something saltier. Mm-hmm. But it, it absolutely does. I mean, it's, it's wow, holy crap. The, the late finish is really solid. Yeah. Yeah, it is. God. Yeah, the, the, the peatness of it, I think, has been suppressed by the water. I'm not getting nearly as much peat. Yeah. No, it's, it, it's present, but it's certainly taken a backseat to the salt. Man, yeah. Well, it seems like we've had a lot of Salty, we have scotches. Like, yeah, like, a, couple, a couple of them have been intentionally, but this one, this one, uh, this was a complete surprise. I, I don't, I don't mean to. Uh, I hope this doesn't sound negative, but that is the saltiest scotch I think I've ever had. I mean, it doesn't. It's not like if I hadn't given away some of the bottles I gave away, I, I could change your mind on that. But yeah, 
Yeah, it, it, it's it's. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it, it's not overpoweringly salty, but it's just very. It's heavily all present. around heavily present salt. Yeah. yeah. Salt. Yeah. Salt. Yeah, here's the problem with salty scotches for those of you who haven't listened to every episode. And salt. The minute there's salt, that's all Dave can say. Salt. It's very. It's like very back of the back, like back and sides of the tongue. For me, the salt. Hmm. It's really weird. Yeah, it's. It's like. Why, why, why would I feel salt more in the back of the tongue? Like, oh, that's very annoying. Oh, your taste buds are everywhere. Yeah. Salt. The salt with the Dudley Scotch. Indeed. Good so, Dave, so, yeah. so, 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 Dave, what are you getting on the, on the palate? Salt. <laughs> that's going to be my new, my, new, my new thing. So so okay the, so the salt horn. Are there any peppery scotches that we could salt. look for? Yeah, I, I gotta look into that, but I, yeah. I, I don't think so. But what I what I need to do now is I need to go and I need to look at the old episodes and, and this one, and I need to cut some sound bites. Hey, Dave saying salt. I gotta get be the bog out of Neil from episode four. Be the bog. Uh, there have been some choice sound bites, and we need to make some ringtones that yes. put up on the website. Salt. So. Uh, you want to pace us, Dave, and, and, and move on to the next bit of business? Yes, yes, I do, because I am really looking forward to the next bottle. <coughs> Founded in 1898 by one of Scotland's most famous whiskey families, Ardmore Single Malt has a long commitment to quality. William Teacher was a believer in traditional distilling methods and insisted that Ardmore only use the aromatic smoke from natural highland peat fires to dry our malted barley. Sadly, today, the high cost has meant that only one highland distillery still routinely fully peats its standard malt. Ardmore is rightly proud to be that distillery. Our traditional methods extend to maturation. Ardmore traditional cask is double matured, first in the more usual oak barrels, and then in much smaller quarter casks. These were common in the 19th century, but are too costly for most distillers to use today. Finally, bottled at 46% ABV, that's alcohol by volume for those of you, Ardmore is only... Ardmore is only barrier rather than chill-filtered, thus preventing the natural flavors, preserving, preserving the natural flavors. These methods ensure that we maintain the quality of our uniquely complex and rewarding malt whiskey. Um, uh, bullshit. <laughs> um, Hi, we're basically better than everybody, and we're going to tell you exactly how much better we are than everybody else. No one else can afford. No one else can afford Pete. No, no one else can afford. No, it's only better than all the other Highlands. Right, right, right. Because Highland Park doesn't use Pete at all. Highland Park's not a Highland. Really? It's an Orkney. Oh, 
Yeah, Orkney's like a... It's not. Like, yeah, it's like a weird sub. So. Um, Alright. You know this, Dave. It's... Why am I telling you? Uh, for, for, for those who are interested, this really is the only major expression from this distillery. Um, there was one other... Um, they did a 100th anniversary bottling in 1977. It was a 21-year. Mm. And so, really, this this is the only bottle of single malt that comes out of this distillery, which is fairly unusual for what we've had on the podcast. Yeah. Usually, we, we have the, the common expression, um, since getting the rares uh, in Minnesota is pretty unusual. You, you right. really don't get them unless you special order them. Yeah. Taste. Full. Smooth. Peat smoke and earthly, earthy richness, tempered by subtle sweetness. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. No. I don't know. I'd salt mm-hmm. more than sweet to me. Yeah. Maybe dry. Maybe neat. All I can remember is the salt. Yeah, it's. Uh, really? I, 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 I don't remember you saying anything about salt, Dave. Salt. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Well, I'll rock out on this one first here. Uh, I suppose we gotta go through the, the scale. Yeah, we should, we, should prob- we should probably talk about the scale again. Uh, five point scale, decimals being allowed, five best shit ever, one war crime, three in the middle. Um, so basically, if if it, for, for, for me, so you understand where I'm coming from, uh, scotches that I would consider buying again generally start at three. They have to be at least average. Um, scotches that I would want to keep on my shelf all the time is where four starts. Um, it, it, it you know varies a little bit from from uh, greater to greater in terms of, of where that plays, but I, I'd say that's a pretty oh. average scale. And Dave has something you'd like to say about the scotch. That's a lot of salt. Um, I, I think he's exaggerating slightly, but salt was no, highly prevalent. I'm really not. I don't know for some reason it's all salt all the time. I, I think it, it, it's very all. Uh, it, I, 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 it's very like all around salt. It's not like one big sap mm. of salt. It's just kind of like a, a steady salt. I'm also kind of wonder if just salt and is that flavor on your palate that stands out the same way banana stands out on mine. I don't know, man. I eat really salty foods, and I can still taste like the food. And this is just salt. Oh man, um, I actually I actually kind of enjoyed this one neat, but uh, again not so much on the on the wet. I think I'm gonna give this one a two eight, much like I gave the uh, the one last uh, last episode because they were kind of the same. I'm not gonna say the same same flavor profiles, but uh, same issue. Liked it neat, didn't like it wet. Okay. Yeah, I was I was hoping for a little more complexity with it, I guess. Um, but yeah, you know, the, the two main tastes are peat and salt. And I'll say a 2.7. Um, uh, apparently I'm going to be the Russian judge. I'm only going to give it a 2.5. I, I was not impressed by this at all. Um, it was it was certainly not complex. I mean, neat. All I got was was wood on the nose. There was some salt in the, in the taste, but not nearly as much as, as with it wet. And yeah, 
as as much as I've been giving Dave crap about the exaggeratedness of, of salt all salt. the time. Salt. You need to say it like a mystic from uh, from Dark Crystal. But anyway, I'll, I'll give him some time to think about that, and then. Uh... Mm. All right, never mind. <laughs> um, I I thought it'd be a thing. It's a, never mind. And so uh, yeah. I probably haven't seen the Dark Crystal in thirty years. All right, well that's fair. Um, yeah, I just it it, it was not stellar. Oh, it was not exciting. Days. It was. Yeah. So yeah, I'm only gonna give it a two five. And uh, Dave's excited. He he likes. The, the next bottle we're having is the one that Dave brought. Uh, Dallas for 18. From his personal shelf, and so he's, mm-hmm. uh, he's well aware of what this one is. Don't get to cap it. You need to pour some for the rest of us. <laughs> so, Do I? Well, it, it, it I'm does, assuming, I, I it guess, does help with the recording if we have something to I just pictured Dave like standing on a... It's night on a stormy, rocky coast, and he's just... Standing on the edge of a salt, and then like the ship's like no one. Yeah, he he he, he, he he's the foghorn. <laughs> yeah, only salt horn. The salt horn. Salt horn. Anyway, so uh, let's see what, what smells like love. All right. Well, I, apparently we're, we're we're jumping right in. No, 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 no. We can we can talk. We can talk. I just wanted to. I, I, smells like love. So, so I, I, I've been debating things, Dave, and I think you and I need to, to, to talk about this just in general because we, we've pretty much been keeping to the format of, of we do like interview type questions. We kind of let the guests do the, the primary bit of talking between the fours, and we don't really. What would you like to know about us, Kelvin? Talk about Man, general, general stuff. I mean, well, it wasn't even necessarily in the, about us thing, but I mean, that's the thought to go with. But just kind of a. General chat section, because you know, all the other podcasts I listen to that you know they they have a drink. I mean we're 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 drink centric. I mean this is the Scotch yeah. podcast, so we're a little bit different. But you know I listen to the AON podcast and they got a drink and they do a lot of talking. The Burn and Brew podcast they've got a cigar and a drink and do a lot of talking and they they talk about the cigar and the drink at the end and they say hey I like this I didn't like it because what I liked about it. So I think they're probably closer to what we do and and I'm trying to get them to maybe come on with us at some point and. Uh, and do a trade-off, but uh, there's always more conversation, and, and rather than doing interview stuff, I mean, mm. it's an idea, it's a thought to, to sure. really do this. And so, sure. anybody got any casual chit-chat? Anything that they, anything I exciting am, happened to them in the last little while that they want to talk about? Ridiculously boring motherfucker. Well, I, you have school <laughs> that, that, that tends to get in the way of things. I spend I spend over forty hours a week on campus, and yeah. I do not go to campus on Fridays. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I am Monday, Wednesday, nine to nine, Tuesday, Thursday, nine to five, and that's if I get out on time. Are you? Uh, what are you studying? IT. Oh, IT. So uh, focus on on security. Okay. Uh, right now, I'm actually taking uh, two really cool classes. One is Internet Internet Security, and uh, which is which is fun. We're playing around with Backtrack, which is kind of an all-around hacking suite, uh, Linux-based. Um, the other one is Ethical Hacking. Oh, cool. Where we are running with Kali, uh, which is a the newer form of Backtrack, which is yeah, a hacking suite. Where uh, we're 
you're doing a lot of a lot of we do a lot of penetration testing okay. in in that class, which is a lot of fun. So it actually makes it being uh, four hours from five to nine on a Monday night not not suck so hard. Wow. Because we actually yeah, ethical do. hacking. I think that's a I'm, I'm stunned. There's a class like that. Well, yeah. I mean, at, at this point, you know, I mean, when in the '90s, in order to uh, to get a job as a you know a pen tester troubleshooter, you you had to be able to prove that you you could do stuff, and there wasn't really a great way to do it back yeah. in the day, unless you uh, you know got caught and went to jail for a few years, and by the time you got out, your your skills were your skills were old. Sure. So you know, it's uh it's nice now that there's you know there's there's training, there's cert- uh, certifications based on. On security and, 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 and that sort of thing. So, and it's, you know, computer security is a huge industry. It's, just, it's yeah. only growing right now. You know, Facebook has, has several teams of people who are designed to, to do network defense. And, you know, when they when they detect an exploit or something, their, their job is to, to, to mitigate the damages and, and react to the point that the FBI does, a, does spot tests on them. Mm. Which is I thought was really neat. Wow. I found that out I found that out about six, eight months ago that the FBI will randomly pretend that they're uh, that they're uh, state sponsored hackers from China and, uh, and and hack the and hack Facebook just to just to screw with Facebook. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I spend a lot of time on campus and, and working and you know, crazy people, but uh, eh, you know, can't uh, can't always uh, What's new with you? Um, I have a kitten. You have a kitten. I, I mean, that, that, that's that's really what the new has been, is uh, the fact that I have a a, a new little tabby that uh, is being kind of distracting at the moment, and I'm actually trying to to get him to, to play with one of his toys to get him to not be playing with something else, and so yeah, he's high energy, uh, certainly. And of course, the. Oh, he's really young, isn't he? Yeah, he. According to the shelter I got him at, uh, he was a surrendered litter uh, kitten, an unexpected litter kitten. And uh, his birthday is 424 of this year. And so he is only about five months old. Mm. Well, almost six now, I suppose, at this point. But uh, yeah, he's. uh, Still on the kitten food, which is the, the major problem for me right now, is I'm used to, you know, I have an 11-year-old uh, Persian Siamese, so he looks Himalayan, like, like you would Yeah, uh, yeah, I, kept, I kept thought that he was Himalayan. Yeah, that, um, that has been on a hairball control, due to his long hair, uh, cat food for, for some time for, for adults. And the unfortunate thing is that kittens should really have kitten food. And the unfortunate thing about kitten food is it smells really good to older cats. And so... My older kitty wants to get into the kitten food, and the kitten food, because he knows he's not supposed to, loves to get into the cat food, and so I have to do feeding times now, and so I've been coming home every day over lunch um, to feed them. So I I feed them breakfast, then I come home over lunch, and then I feed them dinner, and then I give them the before-bed snack, and the bastards decide oftentimes to wake me up at 3.30 in the morning for their evening feeding. Um, and so sleep has been kind of a thing that I'm yeah. wishing I could have more of lately. But uh, just like having a baby. Yeah, it kind of is. But you know, I'm I'm still single and 
have been for some time, and so this is the closest thing to baby I'm going to have anytime soon, and I'm perfectly okay with that. Or so, so he thinks. No, I really think I'm in a certain level of control over that problem, and <laughs> every woman I talk to is the other half of the control of that problem, and so, you know. Um, yeah, that, yeah, I know. But uh, the other thing, too, of course, is uh, World of Warcraft had uh, a patch come out on September 10th. So, uh, and World of Warcraft is the third part of the birth control issue. It's not an issue. It's just it's keeping things happening in the way they're happening. That, that's certainly true. Uh, although I will, I will say that uh, some of my guildies are quite attractive women and I, I have uh, had fun flirting with, but that's, that's the extent of it. So, you know, the, the, the new stuff has been keeping me busy now for about a month, and, and that's, that's good times. And uh, that's been primarily what I've been up to. Oh, I suppose the other major thing is uh, a former, former roommate uh, has been helping me reorganize my house. And so the, the, the kitchen is kind of finally together now, and the living room has been straightened out a, a good deal. And so we've moved on to, to playing with the, with the library. I think we've been... Uh, we haven't done it yet, but I think we're going to be moving the DVD shelves that are currently in the living room into the library along with the books. And it's just going to become the, the full library. It'll be media and print. Um, and so then the next trick will be to figure out what to do with the walls in the living room. Um, part of me is really wishing I had a suit of armor to, to hmm. sit on, on one wall and I could put crossed swords on the other and I'm going to put uh, um, well, uh, so, so, so a wood relief uh, a painted wood relief of, uh, of a raven I think in here I, it, that might still end up in my bedroom uh, I haven't decided yet um, we'll, uh, we'll touch on that I think later when we get to the question for this week but uh, yeah it's been there's always Fest next year. Yeah, I, I, I really wish I could have gotten out to Fest this year to, to pick up something, but it just really wasn't in the cards. But yeah, to, to get a good like chainmail shirt and then one of those nice stands to stick the chainmail shirt on in the living room and then get some sort of like metal cap to stick on it. I think I, <clears throat> to, to give the listeners who have no idea why this would be a thing to do in my living room, my mom, when we moved in, um, has, has done a lot of work with some interior design decorating stuff and, and the, the facing wall of, of the door uh, from, my, from my front door has, a, has an effect on it done with um, some sponge painting that kind of makes it look like stonework, like a granite stone well, maybe not granite, but it's a it has an interesting stone effect, so we're kind of going to the courtyard of the castle uh, theme for the living room. I've got a large purple dragon tapestry and I picked up a, a, a Amethyst dragon print at Convergence several years back that I've that I've uh, not hung in the living room just yet, but have intentions to do so as soon as the shelves are gone. Um, which is why I think the the raven might stay in my room because there's a raven portrait that's going above my bed. So, uh, well, we'll we'll see. But it, it's a work in progress. But uh, we're we're definitely adultifying my house. Smells like love. All right, Dave's decided I've talked too long, so <laughs> let's get back into things, and uh, we'll, we'll see how well changing up the conversation topics works for, for further episodes. Yeah. So thank you, Kelvin, for, oh, for yeah. sitting, sitting through the uh, the pain of the first attempt. Oh, dude. So, uh, well, actually, you know, it's been two weeks since we saw you. What have you done? Uh, what have I done? Um, what have I done? 
Well, what, what do you do for a real job? I guess I, 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 uh, you got acting stuff. I, I suppose I shouldn't say it that way. I shouldn't. I, say I, that I, no, no, it's what, it's, what, it's legit. What, 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 what is your yeah I, more common income stream? I am a temp. I'm an office temp, and I've been an actor that's a temp. We're not. We're, mm, I know. Sorry. What are the odds? I know. But uh, it. Uh, yeah, I, I have actually been uh, unemployed for a good chunk of the summer. Part of that uh, because of the Fringe Festival, and I just didn't really have time to actually work. Uh, but yeah, no, I've been. Uh, I've just got a, I've got like a part time temp job right now that should be going full time in a couple of weeks because they uh, are doing stuff that ramps up in the fall. So. Nice. Temp jobs are nice because they give you the, the flexibility you need to do what you want to do. Yeah. I, I and I kind of need that. So yeah. Well, I, I, I certainly yeah. You know. Know, enjoy your acting endeavors, so I certainly Thank don't you. want that, that that to stop. So. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I. Uh, you know, I, I definitely am, am looking for more, something more stable. But you know, it, you see things like, well, you may have to work some evenings. And it's like, well, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that. And it's not a laziness thing. It's a I have other things I gotta do with things. Well, yeah. it, when 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 dealing with those kind of jobs, have you found anyone who might be willing to to deal with the schedule? You say it's like okay, I might have to work some evenings, but do I decide which evenings those are? Can, like how much in advance would you need to know? I mean, yeah, I've never really gotten to that point in the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just kind of figure like it's easier to not even bother. I think so. I I, I figure it's just gonna be. Uh, You know, it's it's just going to be what they want, and then, you know, I I I I think the age of well, I could be wrong about this, but I think the age of an employee kind of being able to control their hours is kind of over. Uh, the economy has certainly made it. So yeah, it's, it's a little bit harder to get away with. I mean, I, I have some level of flexibility insofar as I have to decide outside of the, the core hours from from nine to three, where I had to be there, where I had to put my other hours, where I chose to do them in the afternoon so I could sleep in. Where one of my coworkers does the other side, he comes in early in the morning and leaves at at three thirty. So we have we have full coverage all day because we have a split shift thing. But uh, but no, I, I ha- having worked a job where I do have the you know uh, occasional need to, to work evening hours and then getting in the way of my social life or things I I would rather be doing. Mm-hmm. I can see where it might just be easier to say you know no evening hours period. So weirdly enough, I. Pick my hours pretty, ex- pretty, pretty solidly. Like You're I, a student. Well, it's true. It's true. <laughs> um, but I mean, if, and even even my job, I, you know, it is student work. But I have pretty much, I, I set my schedule exactly the way I wanted it, and I get the maximum amount of hours that they can give me. And I kind of found out this week that I, I run, I run my department. My, wow. uh, my uh, almost boss's boss, the, the guy who runs the overarching department, said that we were a student-run department. He runs, and he actually does run everything by me, even though he's my theoretical boss's boss. And wow. I, I thought that my, was really my, weird. I, 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 as I was thinking about it the other day, I was like, 
my god, I actually run this department. I basically hired a guy. I mean, I told him to apply. I got him, you know, he, he filled out the application, and he went through the interview with the, the overarching department head. But the department had asked me what I thought of him. Huh. And that was that was the, dis- the deciding factor, and I was like, "Well, I told him to hi- I told him to fill out the application, so I like him." He's like, "Oh, that's good enough for me." Cool. He's hired. Oh, yeah. We got him on. My eyebrows are raised in pleasant surprise. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. I just I just realized my my reaction to a lot of that speech was was facial expression, nonverbal, and <laughs> and to kind of clarify what my facial expression was. Well, I, I, I still say, well, that's cool and all, student job. It does not reflect reality. Academia, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But, uh... but at this point, Dave is anxious because it smells like love. Yeah, smells like Yeah, love. yeah. Love smell. Yeah, well, no, it's, it's got light eaten wood. and mm-hmm. It's very balanced, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... Smells like love. It, it, it is certainly one of the more appetizing noses that uh, we, we've had in the last four bottles. I would say it's the most appetizing nose we've had in the last four bottles. Yeah. Um, Tastes like sex. Well, that, <laughs> that I'm going to have to maybe give you some poetic license on, on that statement. But Like maybe, maybe the nose is maybe like Almond? Hey, off the table. Yeah, yeah there, there, there's, there's like, some like sort a, of tree nut there. Like a like a a sweet nut from something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can see some. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting a bit of some nuttiness. Yeah. Flavor-wise, let's see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got some good peat there. Yeah, oh, loving the peat. Get, getting some wood. On, on really the, sharp on the back of the tongue. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. Sh- not. Sh- I wouldn't say it's sharp. I mean, there's. Well, I really feel something there. going on there. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. No, it's it's a nice nice kind of peaty heat. I think at the back. Well, I don't want to. Yeah, this this one is one that uh, I I will say <clears throat> inhale slowly through the mouth if you're going to do that. Don't do it at all. This is where I, I have to say it really enhances the, the, the flavor to uh, do a little mouth breathing. But uh, yeah, this, this this is one that that meat you'll 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 cough a little. It, I can it, I can it, feel it, it in dries the throat. I can mm. feel it in the the sinuses a little. So soften it up a little here. Hmm. Hair. Yeah, this isn't. Yeah, this isn't salt, but it's. Salt. Yeah, no, there, 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 there's a hint there. There's a hint, just a hint. But you know, compared to everything else we've had tonight, I think we're all going to be kind of on the ball for salt. So. Yeah. Yeah, the the the, the note, the water, pretty much. Yeah, enhancing the fruit note. That's pretty much all it does. The, the, well, the peat, okay, I think that the peat's kind of not in the nose anymore to me, really. Yeah, no, the peat's kind of gone in the nose. But on the taste, 
It's still there, but it, it, it certainly mellows. Man, I, I'm not noticing a tremendous taste difference. I like it better neat, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe I've just had enough uh, scotch at this point that my tongue is getting numb. Well, I, I, I would say it smooths out a little. It's not nearly as rough. The inhale, for me, uh, was not going to choke me. Um, definitely a pear flavor on the palate. Yeah. Um, I think... See, there's something more there. Let me go back to it here. Pretty light mouthfeel. <clears throat> yeah. It's, it's, it's funny, like, the, the heat on the back of the tongue thing. Yeah, no, it's... It, really it, interesting. It, it, it's it, like, why... It, it's still there. It, it, it's a very slow... Well... Yeah. Well, it, mm-hmm. it lingers. It's not, it's not a heavy heat or warmth, but it, it's certainly there. There's definitely a, a, a toasted something flavor here. I'm, I'm trying to figure out toasted what. Maybe a... Toast. Toasted toast. <laughs> yeah, maybe that is. Maybe it's just toasted grain. It, it, could, it, it just could just be the toasted malt. Toasted yeah, I'm, I'm, but I'm getting a toasty flavor to it. So... We'll let Dave pontificate. Extra time in cask has mellowed but not tamed this powerful character of this 18-year-old talisker made beside Loch Harcourt in the jagged shallow of the Quillian Range. Rich, sweet fruit on the nose introduces gradually smokier, more maritime aromas that devotees will swiftly recognize. Full-bodied, this pleasantly smooth expression opens sweetly on the palate then becomes more assertive with a whiff of smoke. It has an unmistakable, richly warming finish, more subtle here than in the ten-year-old. Founded in 1830, the distillery keeps faith with traditional values. Surviving a disastrous fire in 1960, it was rebuilt around the exact copies of the old pot stills and warm worm tubs Preserving the method of distillation found nowhere else. Today, Talisker is, is for many the complete, even the only, single malt. Talisker is one of the six classic single malts from Scotland's malt whiskey making regions. Which Diageo. Which means it's the Diageo. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah uh, that was a whole lot of not saying anything to me. I mean, there, 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 was, there was the pear in there, but I don't know. I I don't think it really captures what's going on. Yeah. No, I think even though I didn't, I didn't like it as much with the uh, wet. I definitely liked it, even wet. It's still fairly tasty to me. I yeah, it's a it's a. It is a fine scotch, I think. All right, Dave. Well, since, since, since you were giving a high praise, how about you give it a score? Mm, I'm going to give it a 375. 
No, I'm gonna give it a four. I really do like it. Really do like it. Smells like love. <laughs> I think you've said that a few times. Mm. Uh, I, on the other hand, well, I don't dislike it. I can't say I got a lot of love for it. Uh, I think I'm only gonna give it a three two. It's uh. Being an 18, I imagine it's going to have a higher price point. And yeah. for 18s that I've had for from other distilleries, um, and even younger uh, expressions of, of other distilleries, I've rated a number of things more favorably than I would rate this one. So I, uh, I will let Dave have this love, and I will find my love elsewhere. Yes, yeah, that's probably true. It was about a hundred dollars. Yeah, at at, at at that at at that price, yeah, factoring price point in, I would score it even lower. But uh, we're, we're not factoring price point, so. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, I'll I'll call it a a, a three point five or a three point six. Uh, What's the difference? 355. Five. 355, five. okay. <laughs> 3.5875. Five. No, 355. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't get too fancy. Yeah. I, I, I only have so much space on the website. Yeah, yeah. Do you like on the website, we round up to the nearest hundredths place. It'd be 3 <laughs> and 9 sixteenths. Oh my. No. <laughs> Fractions are also rounded to the nearest hundredths place. Except for my friend Sam, who in, in, in Vegas decided to rate the uh, the Glen Ranchy 10 that we had at the uh, 3.6 with the 6 repeating. Rounded to 3.67. Actually, I think that it's 3.66, but... 3 and 17, 30 seconds. And this is nearly as ridiculous as Bob rating a scotch at I, but you know we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 let it go. So that must uh, have been a terrible scotch. No, no, he rated it an I because Bob is Bob. Because Bob is Bob. Yeah. yeah, we love you, Bob. But I really, I I I, I, I could see rating a scotch uh, square root of two or E. Yeah, no, the, but the, the, the natural log. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Bob has the uh, the dubious distinction as being the the person who has not one but two Barry Bonzings on the uh, on, on the score sheet for the for the summary. He rated the first scotch that he tasted with us as a five because it was the first scotch he could claim to to be able to rate, and so it was the best thing he'd ever had in terms of scotches. And so since that was going to be his scale, that that's where that played. And uh, so it really should have been revised, and he refused to revise it. So he's got five asterisks. And then the I also has an asterisk where that asterisk, if you hover over it on the website, which you should really hover over things because I like Spantex. Okay. Um, when, when you hover over the, the asterisk with the I, I said, yeah, he went there. And so, yeah, there, there's a few little Easter eggs on the website. I do encourage you to check it out at scotch.xtlpodcast.com. For those of you who are catching us on iTunes. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, there might be some of you. So... Are we on iTunes now? We've been on iTunes since, like, episode 7, Dave. Really? 
Yeah. I swear I asked you about us being on iTunes, and you were like, no, no, I haven't set that up yet. All right, well, I swear I, I asked it, you when it, we were it, on the AON podcast. It, it, no, it, we certainly were up for the AON podcast. Uh, I, I swear it's around episode 7, maybe it's as late as 11, but we, we've certainly been on there for some time now. So those Nobody of you, tells me nothing. But what do you need to know? I'm the one posting all the shit. So we'll move on to the question. Or, you know, we, we let this get excessively long. <laughs> uh, and, and as hinted at earlier, because I was, I was playing, that uh, I would get back to why I'm having ravens in my, in my room. Uh, the question is, what is your totem animal? And because I've started going down this road already, I will tell you, uh, it should be obvious already, uh, raven is yeah. my totem. Um, has been for some time. Uh, I, I think anyone who knows me well knows exactly why Raven fits me. Um, I'm, I'm definitely the kind of person who uh, in, enjoys the, 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 the gothic uh, uh, aesthetic, and Ravens play into that pretty highly. Um, I like birds. I actually had a Raven... Actually, I can't recall if it was a raven or crow. Um, In my hometown, from a small uh, animal hospital type uh, location, Uh, the the crow actually broke out of the the cage he was in and was flying around my neighborhood. And so it, it, it was cawing, and I cawed back at it. And so we had a conversation, and it came by, and and we were having. Yeah, we, we had good rapport going. My brother came out on his big wheel. And my brother and I, we, 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 we are not good friends. We, we were not good friends growing up. And so uh, I, I, I caught at him thinking very much, you know, let's fuck with my brother. And he's like, all right, cool. And so he flies straight at my brother on the big wheel. And he's flapping his wings at him and he gets down in his face. And he lands right in front of him and he's calling and he's, and he's flapping his wings. And my brother gets scared shitless. He turns around. He runs into the house. My mom comes out to see what the hell is going on, and the crow had uh, come back over and, and had landed on my head. Now, I was wearing a hoodie, so this was not a problem for her, for my scalp, but uh, she kind of looked at me like, what the fuck is going on there? And so eventually we found out that uh, that the, the crow had escaped from, from uh, the animal hospital, and that he was a friendly sort, and was, was quite... Yeah, it wasn't really a raptor center. It was it had all kinds of animals, so it was kind of just a, a general animal hospital. But uh, um, while the, the the crow was friendly with a lot of people, just in general, the, the amount of rapport that I'd managed to, to get with Max, as his name was apparently, um, that fast was unexpected. And so blackbirds in general and I have, have mm. been friends ever since and there's actually a murder that lives in my neighborhood oh yeah um oh well assuming it's crows around here and not ravens because i don't think we have a lot of ravens uh, no. No. so um so, so so it's a murder and and not uh yeah, what, 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 what's the collection of ravens it's un- parliament no that's that's rooks that's rooks uh uh it's a it's an un something uh I don't remember. Uh, I don't either. And I'm too hey, Eric. Knight me, because I know you can. Yeah, yeah. Um, the collective noun for ravens. What is it? I, I know it starts on. It's, it's, it's a UN something. Unkindness. It's an unkindness of Unkindness ravens. of ravens. I'm good. I don't need more. Um, so that, that's my totem animal. Um, mostly because of that early childhood yeah. uh, bonding with a blackbird and, and being able to 
to carry on the conversation, but then my, my throat can't do the calling noise that I yeah. used to be able to do. So uh, when I, I I can't I when I was a kid I can't do it anymore. I I could only do it before my voice changed. I used to be able to do a cardinal cry. Nice. Uh, but I didn't. I, I couldn't. I, did, I couldn't whistle it. I had to kind of sing it. But um, yeah, I can't do it anymore because my voice is too deep now. But so, what is your totem animal? Um, good question. I a uh, couple of options. I, I uh, did have uh, a conversation with a woman once who was very into. Things like totem animals and 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 that brand of mysticism. That brand of mysticism, and and she swore up and down that I was a bison. Okay. And I'm, you know, I was like, okay, that's kind of odd because I'm not a particular. Kind of see that actually. I'm not a particularly large person. I'm not. I don't know. You know, st- the stereotype of a bison person, I guess, would be like a large, shaggy guy, and that's not what I am. Well, but, it, 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 if, if you're it, talking physically, yeah, yeah physically, physical. yeah. yeah. But but and, and her her argument was something like, um, well, you know, like how how Native Americans used every part of the bison, and you know that that thing, and like that they were they were kind of the all encompassing, multi purpose sort of animal and that I was like someone who could deal with like you know had a lot of different things to offer and, and could fit into a number of different areas or something that so, was like it was like a great so, so so playing kind of a, 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 a renaissance man kind of a yeah jack of all trades yeah yeah and yeah. I thought that was like well, that's a very nice thing to say you know, I, I don't know if I I don't know if I accept it exactly, but I, uh, that's well. That's well okay, but the the interviewing to see how how well you feel you fit this. Do you do you, would would you feel you have a herd mentality? Do you do you feel more comfortable in in a large group of of like minded individuals, or do you feel more comfortable in smaller groups, or possibly even by yourself? Where where would, where would you fit on that? that's. Because that's where I see yeah, that breaking I, down for you a little bit. Like, yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not a big. Given that I do like one man show theater things, this is kind of an odd thing to say, but I don't particularly like standing out. Okay. So much, you know, I don't. So being part of the of the group is is. Yeah, I, I I do enjoy that. Yeah, I, no, I, I I like actually being around people where I don't feel like I have to explain myself all the time. Yeah. Anything. Things. Yeah, no, I I I I think Bison's fairly fitting. Okay. On that score, I I I see where she's going with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. The, the my other uh, thought was like a deer, because and that's because I, without getting into a lot of details, I had kind of this experience where I sort of hallucinated that I was uh, a stag and I like fought off a wolf with my antlers. Okay. <laughs> I had kind of a, kind of a, 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 a spirit, spirit journey. Yeah. Back in in in. Day when of course, there was there was there was no there say. was no there was no drugs involved because that would be wrong and immoral. Right? Yeah, yeah. But that that struck me enough at the time that I was going to get like deer antlers tattooed on me, but I never did. But sure, sure. So we should have had the Dalmore. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I I, I kind of like the bison idea just because of the uh, the sort of omni tool. 
Sure. Thing, I guess. Well, I, 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 the other thing too is 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 there's kind of a. Well, okay, I wouldn't. I, you know, no, I, 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 I'll figure out how to phrase what I have to say and say it say it off mic. But I, I, I think I think it's very fitting. I, I think it's a good, okay. I think it's a solid answer. Cool. So, okay, bison. All right. all right, Dave. I'm. I'm Quasi curious as to your answer. Really? Why? Why would you be quasi curious? <laughs> Mostly because I've known you for a long time, and I'm not sure how I would answer for you if I was going to. So. Well, how would you answer for me? Let's let's start well, with there, because well, I, I, my answer is is set in stone. It it has been for. Well, that, that, that's the thing is I don't know what I would give to you because I well one I haven't given an awful lot of thought. Uh, two, I don't think you, you you play in that realm of spirituality all that often, if at all. And so, again, it's not something that's that's really crossed my mind to, to do an evaluation on for you. So, I I would actually have to sit and think about it, in all fairness, and and we've already you know gone long enough. So just go on. Well, uh, actually, it would be the Raven. Um, okay. Always been the Raven. I've. Uh, Always had an affinity for them. They are my namesake. Um, I have a Dave means Raven. No, no, my last name. Oh, okay. Is uh, is the uh, uh, proper name form for in, in Germanic for for Raven? Oh, cool. So um, it's always been. Uh, I've recently decided that I'm gonna get somebody to to draw up some some Raven art for me for. Get some ink done. Neat. So I kind of had a, an epiphany a couple months mm-hmm. ago, and uh, about a, I guess about a month and a half, or yeah, a couple months now, um, where I'm gonna get Hugin and Munin uh, tattooed oh, on yeah. me somewhere. Cool. So that uh, they can forever be on my shoulders, as it were. Well, that explains the look you gave me when I said Raven. So. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Need for those of you not a, for those of you not in the room. I gave him a look. <laughs> like he stole my. Well, stole th- th- my th- 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 there's no stealing. Because, no, it's, you know, it's, it's very it's, true. It's an it's individual thing. And uh, whether we'd run in the same, you know, murder and kindness is, is, a, is a whole other question. But yeah. Oh, I am not into crows. It's ravens. It's ravens and ravens alone. Well, ravens is, is the artwork I have done. It's just I, I I seem to do well with the family of blackbirds just in general. So yeah. I mean, if like I said, I say ravens the totem. The the family corvina. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But but I I'm certainly uh, affi- uh, affiliated and, and and have an affinity to all of them. But yeah. Yeah. There's usually some ravens the chosen one. There's usually some. Uh, they, they tend to be sleeker. Animal that people are drawn to for some reason. I don't know if I'm drawn to bison particularly, <laughs> but um, they're tasty. Yeah, they are tasty. They are. They're very tasty. Bison burgers are awesome. Uh, uh, I, uh, I guess in terms of just an animal you think is just cool, it would probably be a canine or something of some kind. Yeah, if, 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 if I was on the other cool factor, it'd be some level of, of hunter cat, probably. Although, yeah. I, I, I think ravens are awfully damn cool, too. So oh, they are. I would probably. I, I wouldn't change mine. Yeah, that's that's just where it is, where it is yeah. for me. Yep. That's hunter cat is is definitely the the, the right hand man side of, of my personality, but yeah, the, the predominant one I, I think is I'm I'm an air sign, so bird fits pretty well, and I'm dark, and so blackbird fits. 
Dave's giving me this weird look now. He's looking up in the corner like, ah, uh, off my conversation probably. But anyway, let's uh, close this out. So, uh, Calvin, did you think of a toast? And I'll handle that? Um, yeah. All right. All right. Let's have a toast. Okay. A toast. Here's to stand-up comedians who are happy just doing stand-up comedy and are trying to get a sitcom. <laughs> ah, yes. I think that's an important thing. <laughs> yes, indeed.